Hello, everybody. Uh, we are going to start this episode off unlike, well, now sort of like the story modes now. Uh, we are going to start it off by saying what you should get from the grocery store if it's the end of time. Yeah. By the way, I'm Alex. I'm Milo. And this is Big Bathroom News. Or Big Bathroom News broadcast. That's right. Oh, as you can see in the title, we call it Big Bathroom News. That's right. So, um, yeah, we'd like to just, we'd just like to have a quick discussion about our recommendations for what you should put in your fridge if it's the end of time. First up, marshmallows. Definitely marshmallows. And if you're going to have marshmallows, you should have chocolate and graham crackers too. And cookies. Probably cookies. I like the Tate's ginger cookies. I like chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. And candy. Um, candy. Maybe in the form of like gummy vitamins so that you stay healthy. And and also carrots. Yep, that's really important. Milk and juice. How much milk should you get? Uh, two gallons. Yeah, that's probably the right amount. And then some juice and 300 milkshakes. 300 milkshakes because if you're going out you want to go out with a bang yeah um should we get anything salty maybe potato chips uh yeah potato chips five bags of potato chips yeah do we like just the sea salt or do we like them flavored uh just the sea salt i agree also popcorn yeah definitely definitely popcorn um and then for like dinner kind of supplies you should probably just get a bunch of pre-made hamburgers yeah Definitely. Cheese and ketchup, nothing else. Right? Uh, uh, yeah, and all the other materials like bun. You need a bun and a burger. Right, and you'll probably need like a little camping stove so you can cook the burger. Yeah, so, and then you need lots of wood to board up your house because I don't think it's, there's going to be a end of time. There's going to be a zombie pop apocalypse. Oh, no, not this again. What? Just board up your windows and stuff. Just be safe. Yeah. All right, so. And, and chimney. And your chimney, yeah. I mean, heaven forbid you forget the chimney. What's even the point? And uh, your drain and your toilet and your mm-hmm. sink's faucet. And the vents. Yeah. Right. So um, so you're welcome for this this little, you know, survey of, of how to survive the next apocalypse. Uh, yeah, the next zombie apocalypse. <laughs> All right, so um, today on Big Bathroom News, we're diving into one of our story times. Um, we're going to pick up where we left off with the garden story time from a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So, Milo, do you want to kind of set the scene, remind our listeners where we are? So, uh, Sam was standing in the middle of that underground secret base in the submarine mm-hmm. holding a blue diamond right which he was now feeling a little bit uh how can i say scared with because now all the government officials around him were turning to him with big rifles unfortunately Actually, fortunately, I guess. They were just Fortunately stu- or unfortunately, who is to say? Uh, I'm pretty sure fortunately because they were only stunning zappers. So oh. they would only knock him out for five, five, ten, about ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And then he dropped a 
red-colored potato on the ground, and there was a giant explosion. Whoa. Was it like an abnormal potato? Uh, it was like about this big. So for our listeners, it was about two inches across. And he tossed down the ground, and there was like an atomically big explosion. Wow. So, and it was really big. There was so much smoke, no one can see. Somehow no one got hurt. And that's... That's when, out of the sky, began to fall Reese's peanut butter cups and sparkly um, confetti. Uh, Why did that happen? Well, because it was Matilda's birthday. (laughs) Is this a magic spell someone put on you? Yeah, this is the foxglove fairy um, had been spying on those two kiddos, Sam and Matilda, this whole time. And she knew everyone's birthdays. And she said, you guys, to all of her fairy friends, they've forgotten Matilda's birthday. And so she cast a magic spell on the red potato so that when it would slam on the ground, confetti and Reese's peanut butter cups would fall from the sky. That's when all the, that's when Sam realized it's not an atomic potato. It's just a smoke potato. Run! Dun, 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 dun. They ran down an alleyway, up a slide, down another slide. They swung on a swing set and launched themselves over an entire playground before tumbling down a hill and ending up in two recycling bins. At which eventually tipped over and launched them into a gym which for Matilda slammed her face directly into, and Sam flew right at a, tra- at a uh, what are they called? The a basketball hoop? No, those bars. Monkey bars? No, the hanging bars. Trapeze. Oh, trapeze, yeah, trapeze. He grabbed hold of a trapeze, then then did a lovely backflip and landed <laughs> on his feet. Wow. So Matilda's flat on the ground and and Sam's on his feet, just to clarify. And winding exactly on Matilda's back. They had planned it all out. It was their act. And even though it looked like Matilda's part of the act might be a bit more painful, she had practiced it so many times that she was able to distribute her weight quite perfectly. And that's when she started getting a bloody nose. Oh, man. I was almost out of the woods. What? I couldn't let you off easy. I know. So, but having accidentally slammed her head on the hardwood floor, she noticed that one of the boards of the hardwood floor was loose. They tapped on it and lifted it up. And suddenly it sprang right into Matilda's face. (laughs) Underneath the board was a ladder that went down, down, down into a dark tunnel. They decided to take it, obviously. Sam jumped in and he slid down. Matilda carefully took every step as she went down the ladder. And that's when they noticed all the security cameras. Where the heck are we, Sam? Said Matilda. Don't worry, Sam tossed a blue colored Let's see, what have I not? He tossed a blue colored pencil. 
No, it has to be. It's not a pencil. What a, is it? A blue colored like seed or something. Seed? Uh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How about a blue colored um um bulb, like a plant bulb. You attached a blue colored plant bulb at one of the security cameras at spiked and fizzles it spiked and fizzled and died and then all of the other uh, and then all of the other security cameras blew up softly <laughs> it was kind of like in Harry Potter when Dumbledore uses his tool to take out all the lights yeah suddenly they were in darkness and feeling around on the damp, dungeony floor, they came across a wooden box. Sam lifted it up and took out a sunflower seed that was colored bright yellow. It. How could he see it was yellow if it was dark? You couldn't, but it uh, was glowing. Yeah, it it suddenly flashed really bright, and they could see in the box was the cutest kitten ever. They decided to snuggle it up and name it. I think it should be called Puffin Muffin. I want to call it Snuggly Puff. <laughs> Let's call it Snuggly Puffin Muffin. What about Snuggly Jiggly Puffin? Wow. Well, for, for short, Jiggly Puff. They went back and forth with how they should arrange the Puffy Muffy name. But and before they were even finished... The kitten had grown to be bigger than Sam, and it was growing by the second. Then Sam tapped on the head, and it shrunk back and cuddled at his feet. Well, this must be some kind of magical kitten, said Matilda. Maybe we can bring it onto our team. It could use its special swelling skills to sneak into really tall places. Steve tossed a cat biscuit that that uh, Matilda never knew he had, and she said that she didn't. What the heck? I didn't know that you had that. I do. I love cats. Oh. Jigglypuff jumped in the air and caught the biscuit. And as it landed, Matilda noticed that in the corner of the room, there was a crumpled up piece of paper. All she could see from her vantage point was that it said, Dearest Samantha." They unraveled the paper. It says, Dearest Samantha, I would like to order pizza. Yours truly, Fridiculous. Come on, let's get out of here. And that's when Jigglypuff ate the piece of paper. Jigglypuff, this is a clue! And then he pooped it out. Ah, gross. Yeah, I don't want to stick around, really. Wait, Sam pulled out a piece of lint from his pocket and tossed it at Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff ate it. Careful, Jigglypuff, said Matilda. That can make you cough up a real hairball. That's when he, that's when Jigglypuff ate a brick from the wall. He's got a supersized appetite and he can eat anything. I figured it out. Wowza. 
Well, they decided to change up their location. Matilda led the way down the dripping hallway towards a beam of light. And then she stepped on a pressure plate. Whoa! The pressure plate relieved a bunch of tension in the floor. And then the floor dropped out from under them, and they fell into a big pit. And that, and, and then Sam held out a a a, a glowing sunflower seed, and they saw that wasn't a pit. It was a big tunnel. Follow me," said Sam. "What if I don't want to?" said Matilda. Oh, I guess I could just toss this invisibility. I guess I could just toss this teleport into a lava egg at you. <laughs> okay, said Matilda. I'm coming. And when when they got out of the tunnel, they were in a giant room with big tanks on the wall, and in the tanks were super cool black and pink and yellow costumes. Whoa. Sam rushed over to one that was completely black and had a cool utility belt and had a mask with two with two eyes that I that he bet were meant for seeing in the dark. Pick yours, Steve said to Matilda. Matilda reached for the one that would be hers. And this story will be picked up in the future. Come on, can we do a little more? Okay, fine. Yay. Just have to make sure our listeners are still interested. Oh, I think they will be. It hasn't been that much time. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this, the moment Sam put on the super cool suit, he could see a bunch of dots. Well, only two. One was very bright yellow, and behind it was a was a black dot on uh what's your name? Matilda. Matilda, and down at the cutest chiggly puff in his arms, there was another yellow dot. I think the black dots are our suits. What are the yellow dots? The yellow dots are uh, are uh, living beings, and wow. and uh, Steve looked at Matilda. Her suit looked like pinstriped pink velvet that went down past her legs in bell-bottom form. They tapered as they went up. Um, and then she was wearing sort of a roby jacket situation that looked like shearling, like um, brushed out sheep wool, and it had been dyed lavender. And then she was wearing the, the biggest, most shiny scrunchie in her hair that held up a a beautifully cascading ponytail, and her eyelashes were painted wicked ice blue. Then Steve noticed a red dot on her back. What the heck is this red dot, said Matilda. Cricket, 
I can't reach it. Can you click it? Okay, Steve clicked it, and a minute and a mask folded over her eyes. Whoa! Said Matilda. I can't believe what I'm seeing. She could she could see the exact same as Steve, except she didn't have night vision. Instead, she had rain vision. She could see miles and miles into rain when everyone else was blinded by the water. Then Steve clicked a button sort of right, like right on his joint. Behind his kneecap? Yeah. Right there on his suit. And it, and oil, and then he pulled up and a laser shot from both eyes. <laughs> Whoa, said Matilda. What did that just do? I'm not sure. Then he clicked the button sort of like right where like right where like your where like your no not your torso like right where your Your thigh? Yeah, your thigh. He clicked the button right sort of Oh where his hip joint was? Yeah. And uh a little suit popped out of his side, and it fit perfectly with Jigglypuff. <laughs> I think that you're the perfect parent for Jigglypuff, Sam," said Matilda. "I'm so glad he has you as a father." Then he, then, and clicked a button on his back, sort of on it directly in the middle of his spine, and where the button had been a minute ago. There was now a cat carrier on his back. Perfect. Perfect. Get it? Yeah. (laughs) Then Sam put Jigglypuff on his back. Jigglypuff said, He wasn't used to being in a backpack. There's technically a cat carrier, but yeah. (laughs) Then Sam clicked his palms and... Two burritos shot out of his fingers. Suddenly, Jigglypuff was completely satisfied. All he had needed was two burritos. (laughs) And he ate them (laughs) immediately, using his swelling powers to push himself and stretch. So his front paws were were reaching out to grab the tacos, and his back paws were in the cat carrier. (laughs) Tacos? Where did those come from? I said burritos. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry, burritos. (laughs) And then he grabbed the tacos, burritos, <laughs> burritos, and shoved them in his mouth. Wow. And then he spat out a tiny bit of pepper. Too spicy, he said. Meow. <laughs> Meow. And that is where our story pauses. To be picked up next week. Well, that was one funny episode. Yes, it was. What actually happened in it? Uh, well, we found Jigglypuff. Oh my god, cutest name for a cat ever. We got the suits. Uh-huh, really important. Which we'll probably be posting on an Instagram page. I need to ask with my mom because yeah. I don't have a phone. I'm only eight years old. Right, so we'll be doing some figuring out, and there's a possibility that we might post some pictures, but... If we don't, just use your imagination, okay? Yeah.
You can probably figure out what they look like. Do we have any final last words? Nothing but... Oh, I have a question. Oh. Um, do you ever put bananas on your cereal? No. Is that disgusting? Yes. Do you ever put anything on your cereal? Uh, nothing but milk. Oh, okay. Really good. If you put anything other than milk on your cereal, call in. Tell us about it. Okay. Last words for Big Bathroom News. For this week are... Who loves Jigglypuff? Thanks, folks. Talk to you soon. Bye. Muffin Puff. Bye.